quick question. What's a podcast? <laughs> yeah, you know. It's... Did you say, remember when Adventures someone, in some, Odyssey? I love when <laughs> someone calls me and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm about to podcast. And they're like, okay, just a quick question. It was not a good question. Dan is always Orson Welles from that one commercial where he got <laughs> too drunk to do the commercial. No, I'm always Orson Welles from the, um, I think it's the Search for Spock trailer. It's pretty ridiculous. Or no, it is the motion picture. It's Star Trek, the motion picture trailer. He's all about it. It's really I'm like great. Orson Scott Card in that I have a lot of good ideas, but I'm also the worst. <laughs> You're not Mormon. Well... I'm still the worst. It's he pretty is impressive. the worst, which means you're in good company here on Slow Claps and Rewrites. Which is well, what we're doing right now. Correct. Yes. Um, Dan, I think we have a, a first-time first guest on mm-hmm. Slow Claps. That is, that is and correct. And word of warning, the only other podcast I've ever guested on was Into the Echo, so I have killed 100% of all <laughs> podcasts I've guested on. Hey, I also guested on that podcast, so I, but I've, I've also guested on your guys' podcast, so, and you're somehow still going. Still so. kicking. Yeah. I mean, I think the only common denominator with podcasts that die is, well, it's Clark. Um, I was about to say Clark? Yeah. Are we he's going kidding. Clark? Yeah. He's also the horrible life support that... Keeps us in jokes, so. Well, there we go. I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure he is the butt of every podcast's jokes. What the hell was that? <laughs> My cats found the the bathroom curtain. <laughs> ah. But it's, like, kind of creepy because they're rolling it back slowly. It's not, like, just basic chaos. Ah. It's... It's uh, it's not like it's we get these chaos packages, so it's not basic chaos, but it's the premium chaos package. Uh, never get the chaos premium plus though. It's like five dollars more. What do you get? All you get is like Sports. chaos hockey. Yeah. yeah, I don't want chaos hockey. <laughs> Speaking of television, yeah, today we're going to talk about a little show that is near and dear to all of our obnoxious hearts. It's uh, true, Steven it's Universe. Thing. Hooray! I've become so annoying, and I'm pretty sure I I, I sound like uh you know a Seventh Day Adventist or something, <laughs> where I'm like, hey, would you like to would you like to hear about this? A Seventh Day Adventist? Have you heard the good word about Stephen? <laughs> <laughs> I tried to I tried to talk to some of my family about it this weekend. It kind of fell flat. It was unfortunate. Yeah, like whenever... a dare. This is a wedding, and you're like, "But the wedding episode." <laughs> there was an amazing wedding episode. I cried. Did you cry at this wedding? No. <laughs> <laughs> Fellow adults, let me talk to you about this cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Ultimately, I just sort of chatted with my like cousin's child, who's British, and I, I and I, I chatted with him about it. He had never heard of it. He watches some show that's about pugs, so he really liked that I have a pug. Oh, I wasn't motioning to turn it down. I was motioning to keep petting the cat's chin. Uh, It'll okay. keep her pacified. Uh, how do I keep mine pacified? I don't know. Ours sits atop a Apple Mini uh, and just a Mac Mini, and she just licks herself. And she knows the power attention. she's got. But mm-hmm. she she knows that any second she could destroy everything. What are you drinking there? We've got ourselves uh, a Duchess Sour Ale. I was trying to figure out, is it soda or is it beer? It's beer. It's a very soda-y beer, I'll grant you. Yeah, that's why Austin loves it. There's wine in my cup. Well, cheers, internet friends. Cheers. We're going to talk about Steven Universe. So, Dan, 
I will state that more of your guys's podcast, which is uh, if you're if you're interested in uh, if you're interested in further banter from Austin, who is our guest, who I don't think we actually properly introduced. Hi, Austin. Hello. Uh, um, he he and Dan host Twenty Minutes of Banter, our oldest podcast. Ye old comedy show. And uh, the the old comedy show and your guys's podcast makes. Like fifty percent more sense to me now. Okay. Having watched Steven Universe, you have a lot more context for what we talk about. That makes sense. Yeah, you found yeah. the Rosetta Stone in the whole thing. <laughs> well, yeah, it, and I think you you used that joke already with me regarding that. So hooray! Uh, but yeah, but I <laughs> You're like such now. Such a good recycler, Austin. I know he's recycling. Like uh, sometimes I'll listen to your guys' podcast. I'm like, God damn it, Dan, you reuse that joke. What? <laughs> Never. <laughs> or that one that one fuck liquid thing where uh, you I then listen to Meth Generation because you said it to me. Mm-hmm. And it was very apropos and funny. And then I hear it on Med Generation, and I'm like, oh, okay. I also, I also tweeted it. Uh, it was yeah. You're like, I so rarely say something funny. I gotta just attack this. Yeah, I, I definitely have used it a lot. I don't know if I use this on Austin yet, but I said uh, it's not that I have no fucks to give. Um, I'm just not very fuck liquid right, right now. Yeah, fuck you know, liquid. I'm fuck poor, as it were. Mm-hmm. So there you go. That's four times I use that joke. Steven Universe doesn't recycle bits, though. It's, uh, except for the bits bit. Except for the bits uh, bit. The bit. bits! I actually was going to make some joke about that when you guys were talking about bits in your last podcast. I was going to send you a little gif of the bits. <laughs> well, Austin, I think you watched Steven Universe the first out of all of us. I did. Yeah, I watched it back in season one. When it was first coming out. Right. And how yeah, did you... we all started in season one, Austin. You're not special in that. <laughs> I started on episode one. Whoa. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I I started with uh I started with the episode where they reveal that Garnet's a fusion and I was like, I don't I don't feel invested in this. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I feel like I should be feeling something or be in shock or something about that. They want me to feel something, but I don't know what. Uh so you were watching it as it came out. Right. Um, what drew you to the show? How did you hear about it? How did you find out about it? What? It was, I came to it watching other shows on Cartoon Network that I was more into at the time, because again, it didn't really find its voice yet. Such as? Uh, like, I think Uncle Grandpa was on uh, shows like Clarence, you know, just funny background shows, because when you have cable, you're looking for background noise while you try to sleep. That Uncle Grandpa episode is the one episode that I just was like, what the fuck is going on? It's the skippable episode. It is the skippable episode. So good to know, though, that he's a thing. I appreciate that you explained it to me because I'm like, am I supposed to know who the hell this is? Nah, it's a crossover. Yeah, it's a a bad crossover. And they didn't make him do it again because they were like, you're an important show now. We won't. We won't saddle you with any more Uncle Krampus. We respect you too much to do this to you. <laughs> I think the first episode I ever saw was uh, Cookie Cat. Mm-hmm. Which, which is a great episode. Which is a great episode, but it's a very different, I think, uh, the pitch of that show was, you know, you have essentially like Sailor Moon's kid brother and you follow him. So you have these very aloof superheroines and also... You know, you don't really see a whole lot of that. You see that they're misfit person that's kind of there, and his story is, is no, it was it was a gag a day kind of thing when that started. And I thought, all right, that's good. I I get it. That's that's funny enough to keep watching. And then it became so much more than that. 
it takes it a while to to build the mythology and to give you the breadcrumbs to hint at what's going on in a larger capacity and where we've been. And God, what I wouldn't give for a Gem War movie. But I well, think... Well, good thing that the first season was a hundred episodes <laughs> long, so those breadcrumbs eventually made a loaf. Yeah, pretty much. It's it's a long first season. It's, but not, it's not actually... Uh, sorry, I, I'm exaggerating. <laughs> but it's a really long first season. And it, it ran for quite a while that first season took like a year and a half to dole out i think because it was like 52 episodes but austin told me about steven universe and keep in mind i I think that was after the the big garnet arc yeah that arc is definitely what like clinched it for me yeah clinched it sure that's what i mean something like that Some, some word probably about two maybe three years ago yeah. I think, yeah, and then you caught up pretty quick, and then we've kind of been getting drip-fed this whole time. Yeah, so we've, we've been suffering through the desert. Adair just got to mainline the whole series. Uh, I, the number of times you texted me how much you wish you were in my position. Where it's I literally would just spend, I, I had no social life while I was watching that. <laughs> I had no social, except for talking to you. And then me and you, the second I finished it, we talked for like an hour. Uh, I don't think you've ever been such an invested friend as when I watched Steven Universe. Uh. <laughs> All right, so guys, <laughs> uh, now I understand you a lot more, but I mean, who can really understand the enigmas that you are? Um, uh, but I would like to know what your guys' favorite, actually, what was your guys' least favorite moment of this show? Okay, and we are leaving out the the crossover episode with Uncle Grandpa. Yeah, because I think that's, that's all that's of our given. least favorite. I think that's <laughs> well, I don't know if the, I thought it was. I, it was a crossover. It was meant to be silly. Mm-hmm. I like how I they dialed it was silly. Up. I think it was dumb, but you know. <laughs> how dare you? I'm defending it now. It was my favorite episode. <laughs> all right, that's not the question though. What was your least favorite part of this? My father is an Uncle Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> he seems like he's from Greg's family. Oh God! Oh, guys, I forgot to tell you. At this wedding, there were baked potatoes. There, believe me, my story gets better. Um, but there were baked potatoes at this wedding, and randomly, the card for the sour cream just fell to the ground, and it was the most depressing thing because the whole buffet had been cleaned up, and there's just this sad, like, sour cream. I'm like, oh, poor sour cream. And then the DJ like started a new song, and I was like, this is really appropriate for Steven Universe. So I just took a photo of the sour cream on the floor, and then when I was showing all of my cousins my different photos from the wedding, they're just like, why did you take a picture of that? You're like, because there wasn't an onion. (laughs) (laughs) There were onions, actually, but the onion didn't fall down to the ground. Mm. It was, it was really, it was artistic. It's going to be my, one of the photos I use, I'm sure, for, for the advertisement for these episodes. Which reminds me of my least favorite ones. Yeah. Uh-huh. And any of the Ronaldo episodes. Thank you. You don't like Ronaldo, yeah. Although. Uh, Ronaldo has a great moment where, when he's like, Stephen's pregnant? When he actually has a girlfriend. All right, you're turning me around on Ronaldo. <laughs> and how he was actually right about most of his conspiracy theories. Yeah. That is kind of nice. I don't love the episode with the mailman being obsessed with Garnet. That one's kind of dumb. Yeah, Pillboy being obsessed yeah. with Garnet. I did love that it was Pillboy. 
Yeah, right. Um, I I don't um I don't have a lot. I have episodes where I think they like are taking away from the larger narrative, like the stuff with Lars and the popular kids used to bug the shit out of me until we got Lars of the Stars, and I was oh like, oh, we had to we had to go through this douchey yeah, teenager in order for him to have like true redemptive arc. Yeah, there are a few episodes in season one that bothered me but then the the growth of the characters i would say two of the characters that probably bothered me the most at the beginning became some of my favorite characters because they showed such an extreme level of growth i think if they all grew in certain ways but some a lot more than others and i think lars is one of those characters and i agree the popular thing the whole thing where sadie he like slighted sadie and then they put the like the fire salt on mm-hmm. the donut. Yeah. Like that bummed me out. Um, because I love Sadie. Um Sadie's she, the tits. Well yeah. I she I feel like she is so underrated and her songs are just like some of my favorite parts just because they're so great. I love that she redid uh the uh, uh Greg's song that was in like the first first or second episode and then mm-hmm. she did it in the most the final of these episodes, the movie. Yeah. Um she, she's uh I mean, she's the gooch. She's Kate Magucci. Yeah, she's, she's so, Kate she's Magucci. Awesome. Um, yeah. She liked my tweet about her, so. <gasps> yeah. You're, you're yeah. basically best friends now. <laughs> I mean, Tessa Thompson retweeted me, so I mean, I've, I'm in good company, guys. You are. Uh, you, got, you got both of them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, different like tweets. Different <laughs> tweets. We're not, we're not on a group text yet. We're not, not that yet. cool. You'll get that but, yet. But I mean, we will make one great group, like, comedy movie. Uh, I think they're my crew. I think my least favorite moment, um, I don't love uh, Mayor Dewey and the town mm-hmm. politics stuff. I like the townspeople, but I think Mayor Dewey just doesn't really do it for me. And He's the weakest, for sure. He's, he's definitely the weakest character in town. Um, I'm interested, since they most likely are getting another season. Right. Um if they do something with him now being ousted from office, if they expand on that and give him some sort of arc. Um, I mean, I lo- what I love about Mayor Dewey is that he's Joel from Mystery Science Theater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> they got I him. Why is, might as well use Mystery Science Theater 3000, the movie. I have that memorized still. I prefer Mystery Science Theater 2000, but mm. that's just me. Well, you know, you'll never learn about sodium then. Uh... I would say, honestly, my favorite or my least favorite episode, like it was, uh, I think the episode itself was just sort of weird. And it it's the, the episode where they're at Sour Cream and Onion's house and it's Steven and Amethyst and they're there and what is, what is Sour Cream and, and Onion's mom's name again? Uh, Vidalia. Vidalia, yeah. So she's talking to Amethyst and trying to convince her to let her paint her again. And then Stephen has this weird aside with Onion in his, like, creepy lair. And I don't know why, but, like, for some reason that episode, it, it felt like that, that like, 12 minutes lasted for a really, really long time. And so mm. I just, I didn't, I felt like it kind of, it was when a lot of stuff was was kind of unraveling and things were amping up at the same time. And so I really kind of wanted to get back to some action. Yeah. And so I'd say that was probably my least favorite. I, I loved a lot of the random onion asides, honestly. He's a little weirdo. And I like it. 
But I love when Onion has his his weird collection of summer friends. His little summer friends, yeah. Um, <laughs> Out of nowhere, just a bunch of randos. I'm like, they're going to grow up to be a gang of terrorists. <laughs> yep. No, I mean, like, Onion seems like a little sociopath. Uh, but yeah, so that was probably, I mean, Onion is a very interesting character, but like to have, a, very rarely does it play for a whole episode for yeah. me, I would say. Fair. I can only like take like five minutes of onion or mm. like him in in a stone with a bunch of other people. Yeah. Sauteed onion if if you were. Anyone else remember the episode where a Ronaldo and Lars were trapped in a haunted house? Oh, oh God, and you find out about their past. Yeah. Right. I yeah. I com- I've blocked that one out. I blocked I that episode. Like I didn't like that episode either. That, that's a pretty bad one. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, good good. Good call. Good pull. Austin, deep yeah, it's cut. A good deep cut. Deep yeah. cut. Yeah. All right. Hey, what about you, Dan? I I uh, already said I don't like Dewey, but I guess my least favorite my least favorite episode though is um. Was it the episode where you find out Lars's last name is Von Trier, and he goes on to make just horrible, <laughs> grotesque horror movies? God. No. <laughs> No, no. I actually really like Lars's Antichrist. Um, <laughs> uh, Nymphomaniac wasn't very good, though. Part yeah. two was fine. Um, I Didn't he also do Melancholia? <laughs> oh, fuck. Melancholia. God, who keeps giving him money to make movies? Anyways. Isn't that part? They were part of a series, though. Loosely at best. Loosely, yes. But it, like in his weird mind, yeah. I it's like how know. the. The 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 one director who did the favorite and the lobster. It's like, eh, yeah, your your movies all kind of seem bizarre in their own little way. You mean period piece Wes Anderson, that guy? Yeah, period um, piece Wes Anderson. I don't know. Lobster wasn't really period piece. It's a future period piece. <laughs> okay. Ooh, that's actually a fun genre. Let's come up with some future period pieces. Cloud Let's Atlas. Stick Next to question. That topic. Cloud Atlas. Nice. Um, okay. I enjoy your hummus. My least favorite episode is probably the first time on the Watermelon Island. I just don't yeah. get it. I just don't get it. I'm like, I, I have get... no idea what's happening Dude, or why. I don't get any of the Watermelon Island. Mm-hmm. I was sort of bummed that we spent so much time on the Watermelon Island for the movie. It, it pays off later, but yeah, I could, I could do without. But yeah, even the payoff is like, Steven already has such an effect on the people around him. We don't need a race of Stevens to then play that out. Well, it's like how Elsa made Olaf in Frozen. It's like, oh, yeah, it's just a fun adventure. And also she has the power of creation. (laughs) Yeah, right. I'm like, so Steven is a god, (laughs) a watermelon god. All right. Okay, guys. So let's let's go on to favorite moments. Ooh, yeah. Austin. Uh, who? I love all of when Greg wins the lottery and they go to the big city. <laughs> oh my god, yes! Oh god, Empire songs. City, great episode. You know the uh, the actress who voices Peridot did all the like choreography for the tap dancing, so all the tap n- noise is actually Peridot. Oh. No shit. Yeah, I I guys once this once I finished like I just went into like all the like co- Comic Con panels and stuff <laughs> that a girl i got very lonely <that's a great episode and and it's over isn't it is a great song but it's, so yeah. is 
Mr. Greg mm-hmm. at Empire City. Like they're all great songs. And that's that episode is just packed with them. Yeah, agreed. That's that's a that's a great one, Austin. And what about uh, you, Dan? yeah, Dan, what a what's your favorite moment? My favorite boy. It can't be Obsidian because that's a gimme. Yeah, yeah. Obsidian. That's the Obsidian middle of the bingo amazing. board. I mean, yeah, Obsidian was just when all of us like collectively ripped the skin off our faces, <laughs> um, which we're still healing from. Yeah, it's very painful. Yeah, I think my favorite episode is, but um, I I really love the first time Steven sees the videotape of his mom. Oh, yeah. That's one of my favorite moments when she said, you know, you're going to be something incredible. You're going to be a human being. I think that was Lion 2, direct yeah. video. I, think I love that... everything with Lion. Lion, I feel like, is incredibly underrated as a character. Lion's the shit. And that, which is why I have my Lion. I love my Lion, which I'm going to pretend is for me and not for <laughs> for, for others. <laughs> it I, is definitely, I definitely bought that Lion for uh, Adair's daughter. Oh, gotcha. Mm-hmm. And it was immediately co-opted by someone who could appreciate it more. Yeah, clearly. She, she watches. Mm-hmm. Um, but she doesn't get it, man. She doesn't get it. She dances, she... though. Yeah. To it. Um, no, I love I love Lion. In general, Lion is fan- uh, just a fantastic character. I'm going to, well, Dan just looks for this title, I'll talk about my favorite stuff. Please. Um, so pretty much any fusion. Mm. Is, oh, of course, mm. is a favorite thing, um, and the and of course the film. I I, I mean like because you get like it's massive massive amounts of fusion, but um, I really love any episode where Peridot's in the bathroom, <laughs> yep. which is just gonna sound weird, but like Peridot for me is became one of my favorite characters. Peridot, Amethyst, and Lars. None of them started out being like favorites. When you start out by like killing like some sort of robot animal, I'm immediately gonna hate you at first. Mm. But Peridot being in the bathroom is just there is such a sweetness to her when she has to take off her little side like her little enhancers and stuff like that. I love it. How so, about, so 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 much. Uh, how about the episode where she's trying to poof that gem in the desert and for a while it's just a Roadrunner cartoon? Yes. You got it, Austin. Hooray. And I think and I think Lars of the Stars is one of my favorites, too. I cannot find the name of the episode, but it's the one where they get where Steven, Lars, and Sadie get trapped on the island. Mm-hmm. That is that is probably my favorite episode. And it is one interesting. of my, it is one of my favorite songs. Just because Oh, the song is great. Um it has no gem lore because I love the gem lore, but um, reveals are always great on this show. But most of them are fairly well seated. They don't go the lost approach where they just try to make you go, "What the fuck?" Like you can kind you can see some things coming, but the reveals are always super enjoyable. Everybody loves a good fusion. I Sadie and Lars are my favorite part of this show outside of gem stuff because like i mm-hmm. love pearl's story and her hurt i love garnet's story i love amethyst and steven's return to kindness and empathy time and time again like as yeah, he's so good. as a hero he's, so he's he's awesome but 
I mean, this is the only show, like I said, where he defeats the big bad by making her blush. Yeah. That's, <laughs> it's pretty amazing. It's pretty great. And it's such a great message for boys, especially. Like, that mm-hmm. this is a type of hero you can be. An empathetic, decent person. But the Sadie and Lars story, um, I just, I relate a lot to Lars about uh, just kind of being an asshole who is trying to figure out who he is and puts on airs or tries to be something or pretends he's something he's not in order to fit some sort of mold. And when he breaks from that, he really becomes an exceptional character. And it's like, that's it. That episode is his first step where he just admits, like, I love what he says, Sadie, do you ever feel alone? Even when you're surrounded by other people? Such a good quote. I mean, yeah, that's something beautiful about Steven Universe is just this idea of what it supports and what it encourages in young people. And I think it's I wish a show like this existed when I was that age. I, I That reminds me, though, I do love the wedding episode because I'm a human being with a heart. But a big part of why I love it is not actually the wedding. Like the wedding is amazing. And I remember I was I don't know why I was like so surprised about the like role reversal. But I thought that was great. But uh, it's um, uh, Bismuth coming back. Mm. Who like, doesn't that was, love Bismuth? Yeah. Because that was great. That was a great moment. And like the healing there was because that was just such a lovely moment of like they wanted all their friends to be back, but they couldn't. And But this is like something Steven could do. Mm-hmm. And how happy they all were to be like returned to each other. But like the anxiety too. And it's it was very true to weddings. Yeah, it's very much like a wedding. Like, yay, everyone's here. Oh, my God, everyone's here. Remember that time you almost killed me? <laughs> so there was yeah. a, a great trivia. I think I found it on the Steven Universe subreddit of when uh, Garnet or when the Ruby and Sapphire are split up. Ruby mm-hmm. leaves that note of I just need some time to myself. And then mm-hmm. the note is signed G.A.R. crossed out then Ruby. So when she was writing the note, she forgot she was Garnet for a second, or was yeah, not she Garnet. She forgot she was Ruby Forget. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. That's awesome. Like, and sad too. I love Garnet, it, but it was really great the last season getting to see a lot more of Sapphire and Ruby. Like you, you became more invested in them as a couple because you became more invested in them as individuals. Um, but Garnet just there's something about her. It's her cool, cool sunglasses or something. Um, guys, favorite songs? Oh, man. I mean, It's Over, Isn't It, is I think my gut reaction. Mm-hmm. But I think in terms of just general life usefulness, it has to be Here Comes a Thought. Mm. Ooh. Here Comes a Thought is such a good song. That is. As far, yeah, life usefulness. Like, it's... That can affect anyone. Yeah, it might yeah. actually be a coping skill you can you can call to mind when you are feeling anxious. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't know. I'm never anxious. I got that from you. Always, always made of made of stone. Adair. I mean, I am I am my own gem. Um, we call her Stone Fruit, Steve Austin. We do call her that. <laughs> yeah, like a lot. Seems makes... like a very weird, a very weird uh, nickname for me. But makes uh, no what? sense. <laughs> Yeah, whatever you guys want to do. Whatever Adair, you want to do with Adair, your spare time. What are your favorite songs? Uh, Giant Woman for 
is like one that I will I sing when I clean. <laughs> I love it. Uh, stronger than you, man. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's just so good. It was such a great moment in the show. It is so good. Oh, I yeah. hate Jasper. So anytime Jasper's getting his ass, her ass kicked, <laughs> why, I don't know why I sometimes think that Jasper's a guy when they're all girls. Because <laughs> Jasper's a man's name. I think that's why. Traditionally. Yeah, the only Jasper I know is a man. Because mm-hmm. um, well, uh, in the yes. show, it was a it was a pump up song. It it's was so a, good. I mean, it's so it's such a listen. Uh, it's it's a, such a listenable song. And yet, there's also like a joy to it of uh, oh, yeah. like. Like she's smiling throughout the fight scene. It's all it's about how she knows she's gonna win. Which she's, it's because she's happy and they're back together. And I love the idea of their their fusion rather than it being a like a, a mild coping mechanism. It's a conversation, and that's that the things that they love, the things that they hate. That's all that she is. But like she's also a conversation, and I think that is that's what makes a good fusion too. But I love. I love that quote, and I love that idea. And the moments before that are really what build up to it great, because there's this giant hand that comes out of the the sky. You see uh, uh, Jasper and Peridot for the first time. Jasper's holding uh, Lapis Lazuli by the wrist, so you know know, she doesn't want to be there. Mm -hmm. So there's there's overwhelming power and menace, and then... you know, They just get zapped and they're taken on the ship. So they were the underdogs for a good three episodes and then the payoff is that that moment of catharsis where no, yeah. Garnet, Garnet's got this she's back together yeah and yeah. the way that they build to that refusing when Sapphire and Ruby are finally together again and and Ruby said you know uh you know Sapphire asks Ruby if she's okay and Ruby says who cares and <laughs> Sapphire goes I do they and then, laugh. And, and they... then when he talks about worrying that they won't like him, and she's like, oh, Stephen, we already love you. I just Aww. cried. <laughs> like the tail. Someone has feelings. What? So, Dan, do, do you, I feel like you agreed on our songs, but do you have any others to add to the mix? The songs are the thing about this show that I've analyzed the most and loved the most, so I've got a lot of feelings. Hold well, that's, that's the thing about this show is that all the best moments, usually they know what they have and they put a song on it. Mm-hmm. Although now that I'm thinking about it, the the Stevani episode where they go where they <gasps> crash land. Oh God! And they're just like working through all their feelings. With oh. a big revelation at the end, where they're looking in the glass and it's pink diamonds reflection, and you're like, "Oh, wait a minute, hold up." Oh yeah, hold that's. Up. And, but what I love is it's also a nice reflection back to the song that Sapphire and Ruby sing the first time they fuse, mm-hmm. where it's like, "How did we get here?" Yeah. yeah, like that, that, like it's just that whole like it's a conversation in there as they're trying to figure things out, but they're feeling so many things. God, the little the little pieces of character that we get in song here is like this is why I love musical theater, guys. This is my shit. This is the um, only reason he loves musical theater. This and the costumes. Um, be and the where fact that you're the center of attention and all those questions you got about rent. Yeah. How does it work? How do I pay it? You don't have to pay. I'm not going to pay. Oh, you'll cover me? Yeah. Only if I die of AIDS? There you go. Halfway you know what there, I buddy. find funny is the 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 like way I look back on those musicals when I'm like young when I was younger and then I'm like you can't just do that. <laughs> you can't you can't just not pay rent. You can't just live in the basement of an opera for like 10 years. Or it's like you just like run away with someone and it's like what about your family? Do you not have any responsibilities? <laughs> 
You're going to spend real every Sunday in the park with George? <laughs> yeah. No, you don't want to spend Sundays in the park with George. It's terrible. It's crowded. Truth. He's an old New Yorker. He's got real weird opinions. <laughs> it's not New York, man. It's Paris. Is that where that is? Yeah. Oh. Um, so going back to my favorite episode, uh, Be Wherever You Are is the song Steven sings to Sadie and Lars when they're on the island. Um, on the Run is a great one with him and Amethyst that I really enjoy. Um, stronger Than You, uh, over, isn't it? Of course, of course. But I really like Do It For Her. Oh, God, Do It For Her. So good. And it's the first real tipping of Pearl's hand about how much she mm-hmm. loved Rose Quartz. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's her and Connie, and I love Connie. Connie's just And I love best. Connie singing. It's so rare that Connie sings, right? so I love that. The, the benefit of hindsight is you get all these cool conversations about you know, how uh, Rebecca Sugar said she made it, uh, she decided more and more to make it a voice of a, 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 the LGBT community in a, cartoons and four kids in a way that no one really had before. So Pearl was, uh, when she made that decision, kind of the vehicle for that. Mm-hmm. And it branched out, too, to all the other gems and the concept of fusion in general. But uh, I think you can really see when she made that decision when, you know, Pearl thinks about Rose Quartz. Yeah. Yeah. There, yeah, it definitely – Pearl seems to be the one that – she's the main source of that vehicle until you find out – oh, also uh, Garnet, obviously, but, like, it, not until you find out that Garnet is a fusion. Yeah. But, yeah, no – oh, God, there was a song that I was thinking – oh, um – Strong in a real way. Yeah, that's I such love a that. good one. Dan, my dream is actually to sing that song with you. Aww. Because I love that song, and I love that there's two parts, and it's just, it's great. It's I, great. But I, I, that is one of my favorite non-rhymes ever, when she's like, can't you see that she's overzealous? So, I'm telling you telling for you your, for your own, own good, good and not, and not because, because I, I'm... I want to show you how to be strong in a real way. Yeah, no, I love that. It's great. Um, um, all right. All right. We could, we, my, we could probably talk about songs forever. Well, yeah. My my absolute favorite um, – well, I've got two favorite lines from songs. Um, I love when Greg says in um, I Need a Little Change, when he says, it's a full-time job admiring all the ways that you're inspiring. That's one of my favorite lines. We get it. You love Steven Universe. I do, and I love my wife. But mm. also – uh, in Love Like You, when she says, uh, the, the end credit song, when she says, I always thought I might be bad. Now I'm sure that it's true because I think you're so good and I'm nothing like you. God, that just kills me every mm-hmm. single time. But well, um, now, since you mentioned it, I think most of Greg is just solid gold. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like all the, the song the ep- where he's like waiting for them to get back from their missions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, even the flashback where it shows their the yeah. his relationship with Rose and how he's trying to grow up mm-hmm. after she mm-hmm. catches him when he falls from the Ferris wheel and he has yeah. a moment. Oh, I am a big baby. <laughs> <laughs> Greg is so great in so many ways. I feel like he's very underrated, honestly. Greg- I think because we we we're like, oh, you're an oaf because you have no power. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but he's great. My- my favorite song is probably, uh, if it's not the end credit song, then it's it's uh, Peace and Love on the Planet Earth. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah. 
I it mean, does everything. It's Stephen teaching the gems how to be more human. It's talking about happy thoughts. It's, it's united. Uh, so I guess yeah. the takeaway is our favorite song is all of them. Yes, yep. yes. Our, that's our Watch takeaway. Watch the all show. <laughs> all right. Uh, guys, your favorite characters and what character or characters you feel you see yourself in. Oh, and also, if you were to get a Steven Universe tattoo, because I know some of us are, um, not you, Austin. You're not invited. Oh, okay. You were winking at me, so I thought maybe. Uh, I'm winking at a camera. Uh, and then, yeah, if you were to get a Steven Universe tattoo, what it would be. And then I think we should go on to 20 Minutes of Steven. Yeah. 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 All right, Austin. Okay. Uh, so favorite character and the one we think we most resemble. Yeah, the one you identify with. Identify. Not necessarily. Okay. You don't have to. You don't have to be harsh on yourself like that. Be like. You're like, well, I'm Mr. clearly the robot that's been stepped on by Peridot. Okay, favorite character. I'd say toss up between uh, Greg or Peridot, just because those are the characters that every time they're on screen, I usually love them. Mm-hmm. Uh, character I. Uh, want to be the most? Uh, I want to say Lapis Lazuli, but after she, you know, comes out the other side of her trauma. Yeah. When when blue when the blue diamond sends out that sadness wave, and all she does is wipe away a tear. Yeah. God, she was so so badass. With <laughs> is that, that the best you got? <laughs> <laughs> I felt worse. Yeah, that's what that's the line. I felt worse. <laughs> I Such love a it. great trauma survivor story. She's stellar. God, and she has such PTSD for a while. Oh, God. Oof. All that shit with Jasper. God, yeah. All right, what about you, Dan? Oh, and tattoo. What about you? What about a tattoo? Oh, Austin? tattoo. Uh, well, that one, it's easy because you have the crystal gems. Mm-hmm. Like, you can just get a gem tattoo somewhere on you. And then you could be a gem. Would you, you get the lapis lazuli with the with the crack no, in it? No, that's mine. Ooh. I know uh. it's I know it's yours, but she, he can have it. No, he but, can't. But- I texted it to you. It was like, you should get this on your back. <laughs> You're saying, I'm not saying you should get this, but you should get this. <laughs> uh, belly button pink diamond. Oh my God. I- if you do, I'll pay for it. <laughs> I will it. pay for that. I love that so much. You know what? It, Rebecca Sugar, she said like that the the placement of the gems all have like a reason, which is huh. interesting. She said like- would- like Lapis Lazuli is one of the most vulnerable characters, and so that's why hers is on her back, right on the solar plexus. Yeah, mm-hmm. and if you are more forward thinking with your brain, it's going to be on your head. If you're thinking more with like your chest, like your heart, and that's letting guiding you, that's where your gem is going to be. If you're more centered and it's like emotionally driven, she said like you're going to be in in your stomach. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. She said Head, like the only one that heart. was more like aesthetic was uh, what's her name, Aquamarine. Is that it, Aquamarine? No. Oh, the one with the teardrop. Yeah. What? What? Who is that? I I I think it was Aquamarine. Oh, well, okay. which makes sense because she was the shallowest character, and I was just like, yeah, I could do this, I guess. <laughs> yeah. No, I get exactly. it. You suck. Um. Nice. I think my um. Boy, my favorite characters are Lars, like I said before, and I'm I'm just a sucker for. Steven as he especially as he as he grows up a little bit there's just so mm-hmm. much growth there but Steven and Connie together I like Stevani I should just say Stevani but uh, which is a decom kid there you Alan go Shaka. Ah, Alan Shaka. Alan Shaka. 
Mashakalakalakala. I don't know how to pronounce her name, yeah, so but that's does, what I do. Does that Stevani have a sword? Does that Stevani have a sword? Does that Stevani have a sword in there? Does Ali Mashaka have a sword? She's saying Ali Mashaka voices Stevani. Yeah, yeah, does the voice actress have a sword? I mean, um, she no, might. she has a cow. She's in Cowbells. She's a cow. Ooh, I don't know. A lot of people in the 90s told me not to have those. Okay. To have a cat. That's true. That's true. I know Bart Simpson definitely did. All right. Uh, Save it for banter. Um, okay. I, I, uh, I think that I probably most identify with. <laughs> uh, I most identify with Lars or Pearl when I'm real anxious, but mostly yeah. Lars. Mostly. What about your tattoo? My tattoo is either going to be a black and white silhouette sort of deal of Rose Quartz statu- uh, statue, Rose Quartz's shield. shield, possibly with the with the sword sheathed behind it, mm-hmm. right about here. Um, and then it might have song lyrics written in it, depending on how much money I have. Fair. You're gonna um, you're gonna be living in New York again, so. Yeah. All right, Adair. How about you? All right. Well. My tattoo is already ruined. I'm going to do, actually, because you recommended it. But the more I thought about it, the more I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to ah, I'm gonna do lapis lazuli stone on my back. Nice. With wings? Cool. With, the, with no. the crack? Without the crack? I don't know. You know, if you guys have opinions on that, let me know. I was thinking about that actually the other day because I got asked about that. But it was just crack or no crack. Ooh, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I think you should do it. I think someone was trying to sell you crack. <laughs> <laughs> someone was trying to sell me crack. I do live in I Texas. Th- I think you should do it where um, it's only just slightly cracked on the outside. Like, get a screen grab from when it's healing. Ooh. Like and that. so, and then so you can interpret it either way that either the crack is being healed or the crack is starting to show. Ooh, and I was thinking I would get like what? <laughs> um, I was thinking about getting uh, like a photo of like an actual lapis lazuli, so it looked a little more like true to form and a little less cartoonish because I thought that would be kind of a cool element to it. Um, characters Garnet is a huge one for me, honestly. Amethyst. The, after everything was said and done, how Amethyst was the most evolved gem when Steven's going through stuff and she's just like, I just don't want you to like feel like crap about this. And he's like, whoa. So you're like upset. You're worried about me. Like that's where you're coming because everyone's just like getting upset. And of course, Amethyst, who you would not expect to be mature is like totally legit and awesome and trying to distract him, which I think is great. Um, Lars, great growth in the show. Lion. Um, I think I'm honestly, I'm a little bit Peridot. I'm a little bit Garnet. I'm a little bit Pearl. You're a little bit country. Uh, a little, little bit rock and roll. I'm a little bit Lapis too. I feel like I'm a little bit of like certain relationships and I'm a little bit, and I'm a little bit, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, e- EM, like whatever electronic music is. Oh God, I feel so old. Cause you guys are, I know you're doing a little bit country. EDM. ED, ED. <laughs> EMTs. EDM. Electronic God, dance like, music. I'm EDM. So old. Now, for the bonus round, which one would you find the most insulting to be compared to? Ooh. Now, for Adair, I, I, have, I have a suggestion for you, Adair. What? Pad Paracha. Who's that? The one that, that, that has the, the gift of past vision. 
Oh, oh, oh God, yeah. But... She kind of sucked. <laughs> but she's actually really great, too. I <laughs> we will arrive safely on Earth. <laughs> Lars is going, uh, Stephen and Connie are going to show up on the ship. No, she, uh, honestly, I would say the combination of, oh, what is her name, Garnet and Amethyst combo, their fusion? I know, fun fact, she's voiced by Nicki Voiced by Minaj. Nicki Minaj, which is why it'd be an insult. <laughs> you take that back. You think you're better than Nicki Minaj? I don't. She, I just find her voice annoying. She's a motherfucking monster. She okay. is. What about you guys? Who would you not want to be insulted with? And we'll end on that. Who would you not want to be compared to? Ronaldo. Compared to. Yeah. Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Oh, buddy. <laughs> Fair. You saw my, I left my phone unlocked, didn't I? You saw those texts. You son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, I would least want to be compared to Greg. Because <laughs> while I love Greg and his heart's in the right place, Greg is such a fucking dolt sometimes. What it's about true. Greg's brother, Carl, or uh, whatever his name? The the one who was plane? Carl on uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. What? Yeah, the plane, plane brother. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. It might have been Carl in honor of Carl from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Well, I don't I don't want to be I don't want to be um Sour Cream's dad. <laughs> that? Yeah. Sour Cream's dad. Oh yeah, he's worst. Marty. He's a dick. He's the Marty's worst. a dick. I would not want to be compared to him. No. Or or Pillboy. Pillboy's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> All right. So if you want to hear more about Steven Universe, check out Dan and Austin's podcast, 20 Minutes of Banter, uh, we'll be doing 20 Minutes of Steven. It comes up all the time. Yeah, we talk about it a lot. It happens. Thanks for joining us, Austin. Yeah, we'll continue this conversation momentarily. Yeah. A Secret Weapon Production.